Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Don of X Podcast, the podcast we talk about all the best things in the X-Men line. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by my beautiful co-host, Josh. Josh. God damn it. <laughs> I was with you, Josh. <laughs> and also your girlfriend, Jessica. Yay, she's here. I'm here. And, and dear listener, I just want you to know right off the bat here, they're sharing one fucking microphone because that what do they care i'm the one who has to because edit this loving shit. couples share things josh yeah. that's I, how as works. the person who edits this audio medium you have put me in a real fucking bind Why? so i love you both and i miss you both it was a week ago now that we would we were all hanging out and now we're not and i'm sad same very very same. sad uh, it would have been good. You could have saw me uh, cry last night watching that Black Panther trailer. <laughs> Dude, we'll get to it. We'll get in there because today, guys, we are covering so much, so much it can't fit into one episode. That's right, baby. This is a two-parter. Two-parter. So we'll be covering all of the news from Comic-Con that just happened. It's technically still happening this weekend. That's we're right. Cover- we had our we had our press badges and we hit the fucking floor and we're coming back with all the scoops. And then they immediately kicked out because they knew the badges were fake. Because we printed them on dot matrix printers. <laughs> Mine was just a MapQuest sheet. It was really bad. <laughs> I just hand wrote on a piece of paper, press. <laughs> press <laughs> but like still spelled wrong <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like with z's prez <laughs> prez <laughs> so we're also covering immortal also, i can only oh, wait what? i can only see like half your face man can you can you guys like find a way where you're both in the they, they're not seeing me it doesn't i know matter. what i am and i have to interact with half of your face <laughs> really interacting with this is this is better <laughs> I, I can see both of you now God, this right. is going to be an audio disaster <laughs> for you. I guess you're seeing us. I don't know why. No, because Jess keeps trying to talk a mile away from the microphone. We're here, but I try and pull it away, which is loud because you laugh loudly into the mic. I'm helping you. And all the fans I, at home. I'm yes. going to leave all this in. Nobody's going to be able to fucking hear it anyway. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so today, cut now. <laughs> Today, we'll be covering the main X-Men books, including X-Men, Immortal X-Men, and X-Men Red. And then for part two, we'll be covering the Hellfire Gala and Judgment Day. Two, like one prequel, prologue to Judgment Day and Judgment Day. That's so, right. There's that two pretty Judgment epic. Days. Like need, multiple yes. days of fucking judgment are upon us. Can you believe it? <laughs> I've been feeling very judged lately. It's, it's <laughs> fine. So first off, right off the bat, let's cover some X-Men comic announcement. Josh, take it away. So before I got thrown out of all age when Marvel was announcing their stuff, we got uh, some new fucking comics coming up, man. We finally, we, so we haven't started our, uh, our Judgment Day yet, but we know we'll, it will end November <laughs> Omega, that's when that ends. What else we have coming out? We got um, Dark Web. So we got a Spider-Man X-Men crossover coming. And I do read the main Spider-Man book and right I, now. And I am awesome. not caught up yet, but I do get yeah, neither it. Neither am I. Yeah. So I, I'm catching up. But I did read the free comic book day Spider-Man Venom thing. And that was all basically a prelude to what this Dark Web event, I think, is going to be. Okay. So basically, I don't know why. 
because I'm not caught up in the books. But uh, Goblin Queen Mar- uh, Madeline Pryor is teaming up with some newer Spider-Man villain that I'm not sure. I think it might be some alternate personality of Ben Riley. I I don't know. But, oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah ben Riley went crazy and lost some of his memory, and now he's a bad guy. Basically. Yeah. Okay. So those two are teaming up to do some bad shit we don't know yet we probably know. yeah so but it's going to involve the x-men and spidey and that's pretty cool so yeah. we'll definitely talk about it on the show because we we both read spidey anyway so and then we got a release schedule for all of the avengers versus x-men books so this motherfucking event dude is going to run from so it started this month in july it's going to run all through august through the entire x-men line including a book in august i don't know when it comes out though called death to the mutants oh that's fucking hardcore shit man all right i don't care for that um so yeah there's just like they do with all their shit there's going to be like a judgment day series like one two three four or whatever yeah and then it's going to tie in with all yeah some matter some don't exactly usually do oh wow oh so death to the mutants is also going to be a recurring series so oh boy It's going to touch with Captain Marvel. Fucking the Fantastic Four are going to get involved at some point, man. It's going to spread across the goddamn MCU. All right. We'll see if it's actually legit important. Marvel has mastered doing nonsense tie-ins that never add up to anything. So I always get a little skeptical. I feel like even if it's not good, I feel like it might be going somewhere. Because now that I'm looking at this schedule, these it ends in September in an amazing Spider-Man book. Oh, which seems and the dark web thing, I think, starts in November. Okay, so it would like it seems like, oh, maybe that just like goes directly into whatever that is. Yeah. All right. No, non fucking stop action. That's what's all about. Stop. And fuck you. You're wrong. Fuck you. You're wrong. We're going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's what I got on comic book news, man. Oh, wait, no. Chris Claremont, the other big one. Chris Claremont in. um. Salvador, I don't have his name written down. It starts with an wow. L. What is it? I don't know. Laraca? La no, I don't know. It starts with an L. The motherfucking same team that did Extreme X-Men in the early 2000s are back at it again. And it's going to be set like right after that original series. So like I told you, it ain't in Krakoa. Oh, so it's like those X-Men legend books where the team comes back and just kind like, of. acts like nothing happened. 1,000%. Yep. All right. That's yeah, because from what I've heard, I, rumor has it Chris Claremont isn't a big fan of the current line of X-Men of this Krakoan stuff. Uh, as fans of many different fandoms, I can tell you the old guard never likes what the new guard is doing. I, I know everything. And I, try, and I try so hard to stay away from anything about what current Chris Claremont thinks about stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I'm like, I can't dude. You were, you crafted the X-Men for like 30 fucking years, man. Like exactly. I, it's hard to say you're wrong, but I at the same time, yeah. shit changes. At the same time, man, life goes on. Yeah. Just like how every old school pro wrestler hates wrestling now and says it's too fast or whatever. It's like too, it's they just, go too fast these days. These kids, yeah. they don't slow down and smell the roses like we used to do. <laughs> 20 minute headlocks. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, we got a lot of animation news. Some confusing animation news that I have theories about. But the one pertaining to this podcast is: Are you okay? Are you shocked by something? Some something made noise above me. That's all. Sure it did. So ghosts. Yeah, fine. 
uh, we have the okay. official announcement of X-Men 97 taking place in chronological order to the show. It's a continuation and yep. already been green lit for season two. Yep. And they showed the villains, which is like people who've already been in the X-Men animated series. The only new person who's never been in it was Sunspot. We saw. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it makes sense because it looks like it is Magneto is the headmaster. Yes. And because people forget how the show ended with Xavier going Xavier, to space. Yeah. He, he yeah. was like, deuces, bitch. I'm off in space, which he did so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just it's called wanting to get the fuck away from here. He's tired of it. That's such a classic Xavier movie. He's like, deuces, bitch. I'm going to space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a disease. I can only get taken care of by bird people. I can also, I might go with that chick. I need. I need the sexual healing of my 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 bird friend lady. I need some and feathers in my life. I need I need some feather tickles, and then I'll be all right. Don't we all? Sometimes? Oh, I'm so sick. I have to leave. Bye, birds, birds, birds. I need some fucking hollow boned hottie to give it to me. And I can... Her name's I... Death Bird. Oh yes. <laughs> Is that the title of today's episode? Hollow boned oh. hotties. <laughs> It will be controversial. Um, and then also we got announcements for Spider-Man freshman year, yep. which is this is where things get confusing. And I have my theories. Did you see stuff about this other than what I showed you? Other than what you showed me, I did not see anything about this. So we were told this is the first year of the spy of Tom Holland Spider-Man. And yep. Tom Holland is voicing the Spider-Man. Okay. But then we see the characters in it. We see characters like Daredevil. And at first I thought, okay, well, you know, they never say that Daredevil never met Spider-Man beforehand. So True. whatever. But then we also get Norman and Harry Osborn. Then we get Doc Ock and Doctor Strange. And it's like, wait a minute. How? Because he didn't know these characters. So my theory is at some point in the show. Multiverse. Not multiverse. Kang messing with time. Because Kang is going to be the big bad now. Yeah. And we've seen in Loki already how fast time can change because of him. I think that's how they're going to explain this show and show repercussions of Kang messing with things. I think that's how they're going to explain all the Netflix show, like continuity errors. Like that was when Kang messed with XYZ and now it's different when you're looking at it. Man. Or as a multiverse. Because that's the way it makes multi- sense. I don't know, man. <laughs> I it, it Either way, it's going to get complicated and convoluted. And uh, I'm wondering... You know, once again, I'm wondering where do where do the general populace get off and just like only hardcore nerds are, are on board? Well, I think only hardcore nerds are going to watch this show. Like the average person's probably not going to watch it. Yeah, that's like, the, amount, the amount of people who didn't watch uh, What If, even though What If is really fun and really good. That's a good but, point. Yeah, because it's cartoons, so it doesn't count. Is yeah. what they think, right? That's the one that anybody can watch. Exactly, yeah. But people, the stigma of it's a cartoon, so it might not be for me or whatever. Um, we'll need to get over that because yeah. cartoons are for everyone. So cartoons says you. are for everyone. That's the title. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so then, let's from there go to the big Comic Con news. They did a whole entire big deal, um, totally blowing DC out of the water. As a DC guy, it was pretty fucking sad. They said, "Oh, look, DC's in the water over there. Blow them out of it. <laughs> they sink my, they sink my battleship." <laughs> so, first of all, and back to the DC thing that it just annoyed me because they announced or they didn't announce anything. They just showed two trailers for Shazam so and Black and the Black Adam. 
better trailer than last one sure but still just like things we already knew about didn't yeah. announce jack shit they definitely weren't going to show a trailer for flash because yeah. not the time <laughs> because that rail is a uh, non-touchable right now and no no you can't really do anything with that right now all right so, so now with uh phase four is gonna end with wakanda forever so uh yeah that trailer so that a lot of people trailer. had their doubts like how could such a big movie be topped in any way and also the tragic loss of chadwick boseman and God. even today there's a whole hashtag of recast t'challa and it's like the movie's done like it's literally done we knew he wasn't going to be recasted like three years ago and now there's a hashtag of recast him ridiculous but um that trailer was so amazing and beautifully shot and gets me so excited just to see where they're going with it. But also, relating back to mutants, I think Namor is going to still be a mutant. And by all accounts, he's supposed to be one of the people that claimed to be the first mutant. Yeah. And they could yeah. easily do that in this movie. I had, I had that thought that, okay, Namor is a mutant, fine. But, like, my gripe is... We got all these fucking announcements. We got we we're out to phase like. 50. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Right. I'm getting there. Yeah, you hold it. You hold on to it. I'm getting there. All right, I'm holding. Anyway, I'm holding. <laughs> Let's talk about how badass Namor looked. This trailer. Let's pump. I, I am fucking more excited for this movie than I thought I already was. Hearing Angela Bassett, like Ooh. the way she was talking, gave me very Storm vibes. Because she did you know she was originally supposed like. In like in line to play Storm before oh, yeah. Halle Berry, yeah, makes sense though. Mm. Complete sense, yeah. yeah. The way she was talking gave me heavy Storm vibes, and it was really beautiful. And the by the end of the trailer, you're getting emo- emotional. If you look up reaction to Black Panther trailer, there's always someone in the thumbnail who is crying. Like there's a pretty popular YouTube channel called Real Rejects, and like the host of that show could not contain himself. Like he was crying after that trailer, just like the it's, emotion it gave him. It's powerful really powerful the so music I can't the 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 editing the fucking oh, like yeah to go from it. bob marley to kendrick lamar like, oh perfect beautiful. yeah perfect. so i can't wait for that and that's i can see reasons why that's the ending of phase four and then getting into phase two they announced quantum mania I'm sorry wait what sorry two. yeah getting to phase five they okay. announced quantum mania secret invasion guardians three echo Low-key season two, the Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, who I'm wondering if she's Wakandan because she's in the trailer. Yeah, she's in the trailer, 100%. So I don't know if she's Wakandan. Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos is what her show or special is called. I, it um, might just be like a quick limited series or some shit. Yeah. Uh, Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, which I'm really excited for. But the biggest excitement, easily, I saved it for last, uh, Daredevil, Born Again, 18 episodes, rated mature. What? That's crazy. What? One, first. Yeah. Negative out of the way. 18 episodes is way too many episodes. But you know what? I'm wondering, there has to be a reason. Because especially uh, Disney Plus has capped it at, like, what, six episodes? Mm-hmm. There yeah. has to be a reason they're giving this 18 episodes. And he's going to appear, because I don't know if you watched the She-Hulk trailer. Yeah, he is. Yeah, which that trailer was so much better than the last one. I'm so excited for this She-Hulk show. Oh, now that I know, like she's breaking the fourth wall and just uh-huh. talking, and the the CGI looked way better. 
Yeah, it's still going to be goofy because it's a TV show of a yeah. of a person who's supposed to be in Hulk form so much. But like, I don't give a shit. It's going to be funny as hell. Yeah, I'm not and totally on board. Just, I, I wouldn't doubt if Jessica Jones is going to be in this shit, too. Yeah. Yes. So I was theorizing that it would be um, similar to their first run on Netflix. But instead of having separate shows, they'll just use those 18 episodes to do those crossovers and keep it all in one show. Yeah, maybe. That'd be uh, cool. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So now we're that's getting a lot of time. Yeah, 18 episodes. Who knows how long? You know? That's 18 hours. I can yeah. tell you yeah. how long. Possibly. Yeah, we don't know. But like that's true, yeah. There has to be a reason they're doing it like that. Like it feels like there's a grand plan and making it the first Disney official TV MA, like they have a plan. Like I can't imagine who the director is, but there's a vision there. When you say 18 episodes, there's a vision. And and born again, like, dude. Which they did aspects of in the third season. They did, but like, but it's now, a good name. like <laughs> to name it, like to like it's such like I it gives me that like, oh my god, this is a daredevil thing. Like this is yeah. this is like a comic, like you know, like the, the show was a show borrowing from the comics. Yes. The Marvel, the Disney shows have felt like movie versions of the comics you know what i mean like in this this one feels like oh my god we're gonna get finally for the first time an actual comic book on screen version of daredevil and i am fucking crazy excited for it well did you a lot of people uh, freeze frame the she-hulk trailer in that trailer he's wearing the yellow and red costume yep and i hope she-hulk goes you look like a fucking idiot and then he never wears it again yep that would That's be exactly amazing. Like she should just have like these little cameos in all the superheroes' lives. That she just makes this like one little change, and you just like, oh, so that's why he started saying that, or that's why that person started <laughs> doing X, Y, or Z. Like Jennifer got him. <laughs> so we have that, and then we have some of the titles for Phase Six announced, and this is where I'm getting to the X Men stuff. All right, because D23 is at the end of uh, next month or beginning of September is D23. They have to show off all that stuff. They can't show everything at Comic-Con. I think D23 is going to be about two things. Fantastic Four, like the casting and directing, and also all the X-Men stuff. From what we know, there is eight titles that have not been officially announced. The only thing that we know is a production that wasn't officially announced there was uh, Armor Wars, War Machine show, but like they're starting production already, so it's still gonna happen okay but on this list there's three movie spaces we know deadpool 3 is happening so you still have two more movies to put in there and then there's like six shows that have not been announced and but all the when these are all for like 25 26 like when like this is so, so, so fucking far away yeah yeah but it's again so, remember i don't want to wait anymore i've had to wait so fucking long <laughs> if you make namor a mutant you are kicking things off there and they can still drop you know stuff in other movies too and they've they've been known to just be like change plans like hey this show comes out first this movie comes out first i know (sighs) now the big big news also is they announced the grand finale of the multiverse saga will be avengers the kang dynasty and then avengers secret wars in the same year which is crazy that's nuts 2025 is going to be pretty intense uh that's awesome i I have mixed feelings in the sense of which story they're using because this has to be based off Hickman's Secret Wars. Like, I think so. The original Secret Wars wouldn't make sense. I think I think they'll be like 
throwaway Easter eggs from the other Secret Wars. Like maybe a black suit, symbiote kind of thing. Yeah, like things like that. But like I I I think the crux of the plot is gonna be the Hickman incursion. Like because they've already mentioned incursions and shit like that. Like exactly, yeah. And anyone's curious about where like phase four onward going, I think just read Hickman's Avengers run up to Secret Wars, the ending of it. I have a good feeling that most of it will be based off that. Yeah, I think so. I think Which you're includes right. mutants, you know. And plenty of cameos, okay? Plenty of cameos. I, I, now you I all hope. know where it's going, okay? They have a plan. See, they proved it. Also, we didn't get much Star Wars here, too. I imagine D23 is going to be a lot of Star Wars shit. Well, there, and they also have Celebration. Oh, uh, I always forget. Yeah, they that. usually save a lot of it for Celebration. A part of me was surprised they didn't announce the rumored convention for Marvel, but then I realized it'd be kind of a dick move to announce your bigger, <laughs> better convention at Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is our last Comic-Con appearance because yeah. we're doing our own Comic-Con <laughs> right across the street. <laughs> exactly. Same day across the street, but you only get one ticket to one of them. <laughs> we want to make a point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was, uh, I thought all that news is great. I'm so excited for the future of the MCU. I think the listing for phase five is stronger than phase four. Yeah. There's a lot more things people have been wanting to see, like a Daredevil show, like a new Blade movie. Like, I think from the previous wave or this current wave, everyone put it, stuff like Loki getting season two really makes sense because Loki was seems like it's more pivotal to the grand story. It's that's how it felt immediately. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it felt like, oh shit, this just changed everything. Like, that's where we're meeting Kang in the first place. Like, all that stuff happening. So that's that's really where, we, cool. like, the concept of the multiverse came up in that show. Like, basically. Now, if we can figure out the difference between multiverse and time travel, and anyway, <laughs> it's a whole thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just what go does for matter the ride. is the crazy stuff happening in these main X Men books. Absolutely wild. And let's kick it off with uh, some things getting revealed in X Men issue 12. Josh, take it away. I will as soon as I can get this motherfucker out of here. Take it away, take it away, take it away now. Whoa, that's uh, not how that song goes. It's pretty popular. I mean, it's, it's called Give It Away now. Not take it away. I think you're wrong for some reason. In hmm. this timeline, right. it's Take It Away. God, this is going to be an awful audio episode. Um, <laughs> all right, so X-Men 12. We uh, pick up immediately where we left off, which is Mr. Sinister Stasis fighting Cyclops down in the sewers. Um, this Sinister is straight up like, no, bitch, I'm the real Nathaniel Essex. That motherfucker is the clone. That gene altering weirdo. He's the weirdo. I'm the real one. And like Cyclops is like, oh man, this one's gone a little batty, huh? And so, like, he's about to like try to kick his ass and take him back to Krakoa when. Like all, like like any good sinister, throws a bomb, <laughs> causes an explosion, and hightails it out of there, making quips on his way out. So that's how that's how it ends with a uh, sinister and the gang. He did save a photo and mention that he's gonna fix what's broken. Oh yeah, like he calls him my boy. Like you saw. Yeah, it, and, and did I you look at the name of the neighborhood? Oh no, I think I missed that. Where look where Cyclops is getting out the sewer. Oh, Essex County. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so clever. Um, all right. So when we're out of the sewers, 
it's time to visit our girls up in space. So the other X-Men are hanging out, trying to take care of business on Game World. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the fun guy's name at this point. No, the, no. Just, the, the, how do you describe his How do you maybe say his name? Nope, she's not trying. Okay. Yeah, not, not doing it. Um, so as we suspected last wait, time. Wait, wait, sorry. Cordyceps Jones. Cordyceps. So I am saying it right? Cordyceps? Sure. Okay. That's how I say it in my head, but I feel like I'm not going to say it. Listen, today I heard people, instead of saying Namor, say Namor. And I was like, no. (laughs) You can't. No. no. It's Namor, Namor, right? It's Namor, not Namor. So that's going to be a thing now. Oh, man. What do we. I wonder how it's going to be said in the movie. What have we been saying it wrong? What have we been saying it wrong all this time? (laughs) Oh, no. Um, So. We suspected last time that Jean, maybe she was pulling some psychic foolery here to like make this guy think he was. Yeah, exactly. Make him think he was uh, taking over all the X-Men. And we were right. She was uh, she was inside his head, making him think he was in control. He wakes up, though, because it's a fungus, man. It's got to be hard to control. Um, He wakes up, tries to uh, mount a, a comeback when Rogue's like, I'll help you out, girl. By doing what I want to do anyways, which is give you a smooch on the key on the cheek. And uh now I got your powers too. And so they both uh telekinetically absorbed, pick up all the pieces of this fungi, all to pull it in out of everybody he's possessed on Game World, rolling it into a ball. Polaris using her the power of magnets, uh puts yeah. him in like this magnetic fucking sphere. Nothing in mutant history is more vague than magnet powers. <laughs> like <Nothing. it's... laughs> magnets like just are... saying science. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Science. <laughs> well, we we break the rules as fans. The moment we go like, how's he flying? Magnetic fields. All right. Sure. All right. All right. Sure. sure. Everybody's got an electromagnetic field. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So they they trap them in the magnet ball. They <laughs> magnetize a bunch of metal to this prison cell they've created for him, and they blast his ass out into space. And uh, then Rogue has this feel good moment, and she's like, "Gene, you just saved trillions of people by by getting rid of this motherfucker. He was the whole point of Game World was they were betting on not just our world." all these worlds across all these universes every table here had a bet of who was going to destroy this world she's like you just saved every fucking planet basically she's like i think you 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 balanced the scales from that one time you know you were the phoenix went crazy and showed a planet uh, killed a bunch of people yeah so gene's like cool so i guess i'm done being an x-men maybe i'll i don't know maybe i'm done and they all just start having this conversation about am i done with the x-men i'll I'll get back to another part in a second here yeah yeah so throughout the rest of this book because we have the gala and the x-men um battle coming up they are basically saying uh or not battle vote coming up they like they are basically also known as a battle. <laughs> yeah, they get into a pit and no, wrong planet, wrong planet. Oh no, we were thinking of America. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, Laura basically is like, I think I might take a step back, but I'll be around if you need me. Sunspot's like, I got some business on Mars I gotta go attend to. Fucking uh, Polaris is like, I'm just gonna put myself up for a vote again. I'll I'll see what the people want. I'll 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 do what the will of the people has to say. And so basically, we end the get like heading into the x-men vote with 
it seems like just Cyclops, Sink, and Jean Grey as like maybe returning members. Yeah, which I, I we actually talked about after the issue, me and Jess, about how it would be an interesting idea if every year there's a Hellfire Gala special. Mm-hmm. Every year the cast changes and keeps it fresh. It seems like that's what's going to happen. Or at least for now. Like, yeah. That, that probably would change very quickly. And so it ends with Cyclops basically saying, I want to, I want to, I want to stay on the X-Men and I hope the people will accept this decision I've made and will, you know, see me as an X-Men and see me as, as somebody who wants the best, even though I made this controversial decision. And that is the other big fucking thing that happened in this book, Yes, which is Cyclops in, in our boy sink. I sit down for a cup of coffee with one reporter named Ben York. They basically say, Hey Ben, we, uh, we have this notebook of yours because um, we took your memories from you and, <laughs> we, uh, and wiped something. From your mouth. <laughs> and we, we both like physically, we robbed you of your possession and we robbed you of the very essence of your being, which is your memory. Um, my bad. We cool. Saw we want those back. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. I it, well, if, if it makes you feel better, I feel real bad about doing it. Yeah, it does. It makes me feel real good. Thank you, Sink. I'm, I'm glad you feel bad about it. If it, if it makes uh, up for it, you know, it makes up I'm really it. sorry that I took memories out of your head. It was very invasive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I feel guilty. So, you know, maybe I'm the victim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they basically are like, I can give them back. And Ben Ben had like a really good point in this book that I had never really thought about as far as like yeah, I liked it. all of like the telepathy shit in, in comics. But he's like, no, if you give them back, it's just going to be your interpretation of my interpretation of what happened. And he's like, I have my notebook. I'll reabsorb this way. This is my new memory now. I, I don't want to try to undo any of that. And so he publishes a little article in yep. the Daily Bugle front page headline Immortal X-Men. Which uh, actually is a great lead in to Immortal X-Men. <laughs> right? It 100% is. And so the conquerors of uh, byline, the conquerors of Mars have conquered much more. I love that the Daily Bugle gets treated like the rag it is. Like, yeah. even though it's breaking this big story, it's like the way it's written is like can you believe it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like just real street level. You know what I mean? Like it's not the times it's clearly the post, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, this issue was, it felt like a season finale. That's like the best way I can look at it. 100%. Yeah. And, and it, it being it 12 issues, it's like yeah. perfect. Yeah. Th- uh, did they get an annual so far? X-Men? I don't, I don't remember an annual. No, but like if you get a collected edition, you can get these 12 issues and maybe it ends with the Hellfire Gala, depending on the edition or the next edition opens with Hellfire Gala. With the hell, yeah. Yeah. So actually, I guess the Hellfire Gala is their annual. That's yeah, maybe it's written by the same writer. It's called X-Men Hellfire yeah, Gala. It is X-Men Hellfire. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. one way of looking at it for sure. Uh, I gave that five X's. Just. Oh, you- oh, five. You don't have to agree. How many? How how many X's would you give that book out of out of five X's? 
I was unprepared for the rating. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is Jess never has listened to this episode one time, including the times, including the times that she's been on it, including the times that she's been in the room while you recorded. <laughs> Wait, actually, you know what? Yes. Did you just realize we, we review books with X's at the end of everything? No, I'm just not used to giving them a rating. That's fair. So I wasn't expected to be a for some reason. I don't know why. So. Five X's works for me. All right. Well, get ready because well, no, she's going to be. Too. She's going to be reviewing too. Immortal X-Men. Josh, how many X's do you give it? Um, yeah, I said I, I I could go with that too. You know, if it, if it works for Jess, it works for me. Five five X's is five perfect. X's. It's right. a perfect amount. It's a, any more X's would would feel too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of it course. Would be out of the range, <laughs> Melzer. It, it would be. Is it out of five X's? Yes, it's out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for showing the listeners that my loving girlfriend is an avid listener. <laughs> I didn't do that. You did that. You asked her how many exes. I'm talking to her. (laughs) I would never blame you, baby. You know that. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) So kicking off Immortal X-Men number three, our special guest reviewer, Jess. All right. So we start this issue with Destiny's past and her relationship with Mystique. Um, and their history together and how she wrote some testaments with some visions that she saw in the past. Yes. That splash page seemed to be like everything from the eighties, basically. Like she saw the Claremont era. Yeah. That was 100 like just a splash of like the brotherhood, the Claremont, like, yeah, all of it. Um, fucking shadow King is there. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, that was pretty dope. Um, And something right now is triggering another series of intense visions for her, um, which we will find out what these are in a little bit. Um, But she's in some sort of coma in the moment. Yeah, they bring in like Emma to be like, hey, can you help her with this shit? And Emma's like. The last thing in the world <laughs> I am gonna do. She's is, like, that is way too intense in there. I, I am it's not overwhelming go for room. her, and this is her thing. <laughs> yeah, she's currently being fucked up by her own power. You think I'm just gonna stroll on in? Yeah, yeah, I'm not equipped to handle that. <laughs> I'm, I'm used I, to I, regular people and their regular <laughs> dumb dumb minds. I know. I think she even says, doesn't she even say something like, "I'm not Gene and Charles, man. I I, I want shit to <laughs> yeah. do with this." Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Thank you. I think she says that in the other book about how Charles lets people in. Yeah. And like, it's too much for her to handle. Yeah. So she takes one little glimpse into Destiny's mind and she's like, mm, no. um, it's, it's a lot going on in there. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this stuff. Oh, so like we see the history between Destiny and Mystique and like how their love has been going throughout all these years, but then also when she died and like how it felt for her, like a lot of loving details in the relationship. So sad, man. It, like, is sad. it was like, so touching. Love. This is so touching. Yeah. Their story is really beautiful. Um, so we, 
we come back to the round table and the council and um I hope is complaining that Charles is complaining that she had <laughs> oh yeah helmet. yes so now it's actually being revealed what Mystique did in the first place it's all coming out yeah and like I They're love pointing <laughs> fingers at each other saying but you you are the one who told me xyz and they're like that wasn't actually me i'm uh, surprised you couldn't tell classic <laughs> shapeshifter <laughs> troublemaking especially with sinister being like yeah i had a feeling but i just kind of want to see how it played out <laughs> oh god that shit eating grin he has too is like ah yeah of course i knew what am i a fucking idiot <laughs> well while the other uh, while well, the like psychics in the room are like when oh, we wow. find out later about what he's doing yes like how much of this did he know about oh yeah yeah literally everything but we'll get to that in a second well we know what he's doing already at this point well yes but i I have more questions about it okay okay yeah Yeah. um so we see a little bit of her future of destiny's future visions um, or potential futures. Yes, definitely potential futures. But like based off the last time we saw a splash page in the beginning, like a lot of this shit could come true. Like we see Eternals fighting mutants. Like we know that's going to happen. Yeah. But like, does this also mean there's potentially a whole army of sinister mutants that he's been making? Because we see a bunch of mutants with the diamonds in their head. We see magic kind of ruling over everyone yeah magic is turned into the dark child yes and then what is that magneto building there's like a oh or like that be on arako right right now yeah you know what i mean like is that some kind of weird yeah and then we have uh exodus we'll get we'll get more to exodus but we have him standing on a mountain and yeah. then we oh yeah with the, oh i didn't even notice that until now but yeah all the hands are raising up to him like yeah. The, like oh yeah 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 his I, whole thing is gonna be expanded on quite a bit oh yeah uh then we have now and then a bunch of potential branching timelines like yeah. also is this the phoenix down in the very bottom right hand corner oh the splash page yeah sorry uh possibly it could be it looks like somebody's got the phoenix force right yeah it could be a flame a flame person for sure yeah anyway just trying to just trying to speculate wildly you know you know how we do on the show when we get to speculating wildly let's talk about this uh this splash page where like things we know are gonna happen like judgment day like that's a thing but then like based off that we might get the new krakoa that's a thing yeah empire of the red diamond yeah which we just saw in the that must be what that image of yeah and like that would lead to the storm system is that what's happening yes there's a couple nimrod extinction events yes nimrod tends to find a way there's the reign of apocalypse it's like that's a possible thing cassandra supernova like there's so many potential weird things that they're throwing out there for us and like not knowing inquisition yeah like what does that mean so there's and it all ends with something called the expanse like it could end that way depending which direction it goes into it could yeah it could end with the storm system or it could end with the expanse 
Yeah, like so that all I'm this. interested in this gene Corsairs because of what is said later. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of what's said on the next page. <laughs> um yeah, what the what fuck is, is any of this? We are looking at potentially the Phoenix, but then a ship that has flesh on it ran by a super suited Mr. Sinister who's about to be swallowed by a giant version of Exodus who I guess has become a full-fledged god if enough people worship him? Is that yeah. what we're looking at? Yes. I, yeah. That's a wonderful explanation. Yeah, and no, he calls it, him just the did, Gene did. Corsair. Yeah, but uh, wasn't it not too long ago in like one of these books where mm-hmm. we found out like if you I mean, that's the principle of Thor, basically. If you believe, if they only ex- yeah. the gods only exist Clap if people are believing. Yeah, yeah. they're tink- they're all Tinkerbells. They're all just Tinkerbells. All Tinkerbells <laughs> and so, yeah, and yeah, this is one hundred percent that timeline, the Gene Corsairs timeline, yeah. which is Mister Sinister's probably his like his army. He's gone so far as to like clone the like he's done enough to basically to the gene pool to upset a god who thinks he needs to be taken off this fucking plane of existence. Which I think is overdue. Yeah, clearly, because he's done (laughs) enough damage already. But as it's happening, he's saying in this vision that Destiny is getting, oh, okay, well, I'll just have to remember this for when I reset and blah, blah, blah. And then that's 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 how Destiny finds out that sinister oh, has been cloned okay, in one. Yeah. That makes sense. So she's like, that's why she that's what well, wakes it, her from this coma. Panel, she starts to break it down. Yeah. Of like, why did he say that? Does this mean well actually only Moira can do that? Actually, only her power can do that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, fuck, he's cloning Moira's. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not good. Like yep. what Step one, two, three. I figured it, it out. And this then, is what and he's but, doing. <laughs> but also, it's that revelation is so scary and powerful to her that it that's what snaps her out of that coma. Like yes. that's what wakes her up. It's like, fuck, I have to do something. Yeah. Which also might be what's messing with her powers because if the timelines are actually happening, her yeah. brain must be confused about yes. what's the future, what's happening in that moment. And also depending how you view time as linear or not. Mm-hmm. So like and she could be seeing how many times he's restarted this timeline. Which I'm yeah. very concerned about. Yes. <laughs> when when we figure out how many times he's already done this, <laughs> I was just very concerned. So then we get back to the council where I'm I'm actually liking what Charles says, where he's just like, I'm kind of tired of all of you judging me. <laughs> like you're none of you are better than me because you're all hiding it too. If you're in this council, you're hiding the big secret too, just like I did. And like kind of calling um, Mystique out on her bullshit of like, oh, look at you. So you say the ends justify the means, but me. So I do. He calls calls them all out. Yeah. As well. He should. Yeah. That ends. It's the one time that I'm like, all right, Charles is not wrong. No, (laughs) that's as far as I'll go is saying he's not wrong. (laughs) I won't use. I won't use the, another way of phrasing that. Uh, but he is exhibiting some real Professor Xavier is a jerk energy. 
which is like so she's sick. quote she's so quoting sick. a panel of a comic that she's in i know like even Kinda i weird. was like that's a bit much that's a like bit fucking wait much. when you said that did it become a meme did someone take a picture of you and it yeah, became like, a meme is this a meme somehow in their own world <laughs> yeah or but, maybe you know like maybe it is maybe, maybe it's like a thing that they all still like teaser about like you remember when you were you know like maybe they yeah. like maybe it has become like a like an inside joke in their own world so this kind of gets wrapped up with the council arguing but then destiny comes back and says yo war's coming all right so not good down. not good anyone <laughs> and then she comes destiny comes out to tell um one of the visions yes and so uh Emma says, would you consent to uh, a scan just to like qualify that these are uh, legitimate visions? Yeah. And she's like, um, no, I don't trust you. Why would I let you into my mind? <laughs> Batch. Batch. <laughs> and the whole thing kind of ends on a bittersweet note where Destiny reveals that when everything's said and done, her and Mystique can never really be together. Oh, God. Yes, but she also says that Raven isn't in any of these futures. Like, yes. He doesn't just say our future can't be yeah. together. She literally says... He says... She goes to write her not, New and then, Testament, mm -hmm. and then she says... I told her not to read it, but it's fine because she never does read it in any timeline because she's not in any timeline. Yeah. Yeah. That made me so sad. <laughs> but then she does. There is this like little line. The last actual line of the book is there is no future, not in any way, that, in counts. Any way that counts. Yeah. So like, yes, what? Because they're finally back together. And now one of them at least one of them isn't gonna be there yeah maybe yeah so for her it doesn't matter her world matter. will end either yeah. way yeah which is a theme with all these books before we end up with judgment day and hellfire gala like it is a nice theme that like people are kind of dealing with mortality and if our theory is correct that like somehow the the eternals fuck up their protocol like when it comes down to it you just need to kill like two of the five oh, yeah maybe i mean honestly i still i still think you, you egg what do you do the, who else has egg powers that's true yeah if I you kill this, egg yeah that's it <laughs> the easiest one to kill probably <laughs> uh, so based off of that i'm assuming that this process of bringing people back is going to come to an end yes Especially when certain characters crush their backup devices. We'll get to that later. And so next up we have four. Oh, sorry. First, uh, I give that one four X's. Josh, how many X's do you give it? I'd go with four. Very close to five. Four and a half. Just because of that beautiful panel of the two of them kissing in the sunset. Yeah. Oh nice. my gosh. The feels. The feels. Yeah. feels. The, the feels really is what is what gives this issue anything. You know what I mean? Like anything. there are a lot of revelations, like story-wise, but it's still somehow the romance between those two. That's like, no, that was the story. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so this one is um, issue four of Immortal X-Men from Emma's perspective. And we see that she has been sleeping in her diamond form. All the time. <laughs> every night alone. Um, and I think she tries to convince herself it's for self-defense or blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, you know, I can't lie to myself. I don't age in my diamond form. And I know that's kind of like petty, but that's where I'm at right now. And also, she does have like a lot of reflection in this whole issue, but there's parts where she mentions like, I'm not as good as Jean. Like, that's still that kind of like bitterness of like, she has Scott. And like, Emma did love Scott. Like, 100%. Yeah. I th- there's a lot of this issue is her basically being honest with, yes. to herself about how she feels. Like, and, and I think it's I think there's part of her when she says that I'm not Jean. I think she is mainly thinking like as far as like telepathy and empathy goes. Like she's she's using that as an example of like I don't want that level of empathy with these people mm-hmm. that it would require to be the level of telepath that they are. Yeah. Yeah. She talks much. about being cold <sighs> like uh emotionally cold. Mhm. And again, saying like, I don't understand how they can just let people, you know, into their minds and and go into other people's minds and really like give a shit. Like give a shit. Um, and she tells a story about how back in the day she'd be really like cold and heartless with people and her explanations of why she does certain things. But um, then we cut to the Hellfire, or right after the Hellfire Gala. No. N- no? Because this is a vision. I'm confused. What? Oh, she's getting the vision of the newspaper. Yeah. Yes. Because she says, then I just had to go ahead and think it. And then she sees herself covered in red? No, this is not a vision. That's what no, this is, no, this They're is like, this is, yeah. what happens is, yeah, this is like the start of the story we're basically starting with her with the blood on her and then she's like basically record scratch how did i get here and then she's yeah, like that's all I'm telling the story because this she she's seeing the newspaper is out like the x the seek the cat's out of the bag and she's upset that scott didn't do this after the gala she's like what now everyone's gonna just come to this gala and want to talk about this shit it's gonna overshadow everything i'm doing I'm trying to throw this big party and this motherfucker is like, oh, let me scoop your heat and put out this fucking article. Now, and- also, a part of me, like, I don't know how realistic it is to believe that thousands of mutants live on this island and none of them were going to tell the secret. Like, really? All of these mutants weren't you trusted not to tell the secret? Literally thousands. Uh, that's a solid point. This is very crazy. I mean, that's going to come out. And especially the money they could make on it. There's a lot of money to be had. I wonder, though, if there are certain things that they cannot say. Like protocols to make sure they can't come out with it. Programming. Oh, I'm still waiting for that issue to find that. Yeah. What have they done to keep certain things? Because you can't stop people from doing everything or they start to catch on. Yeah. But if you just put that into their backup, yeah, don't mention this. Uh oh. Like subconsciously. So you're like Charles. You know what I mean? Is messing with everybody. I see. 
Like he's controlling everyone. Because otherwise, you'd have to keep everyone on the island. Yeah, and never that, let anyone. That's not realistic. Out. Yeah, no. that that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so basically, the book opens now at like the beginning of the Hellfire Gala. Like she's walking into the Hellfire Gala when <coughs> some diplomat approaches her about this story about like. Hey, you guys uh, can live forever. You didn't tell any of us about this. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> we should make a deal. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you can't keep this secret. You got to tell us how you do it. We can help make it sound better to the yeah, rest right? of the world yeah. when this comes out and everybody hears about it and it's picked up by mainstream media. We can help, you know, twist it to make it sound good. If you back up our clients and our rich people, yeah. which they have stated that this does only work for mutants. Well, they're trying to make, yeah, they're saying it, but now basically they're asking, are you, does it only work for mutants because you want it to work for mutants or does it only work for mutants because of the technology? You know what I mean? Well, like That's why I love this little interaction where she's like, you don't deserve shit. There are 16 million dead mutants that you guys cheered for being dead. Screw you. And I love that immediately or after that. Actively participated yeah. in like, the events that caused it. But it's very real that immediately after the whole speech is like, okay, I get what you're saying. Anyway, so my rich clients, like <laughs> yeah, such bullshit. Yeah. And then immediately someone uh chucks pig's blood at her. Sheep's blood. Sheep's blood. Because their family member died recently. And we'll yeah. get into more of this in the X-Men Red issue also. But, like, this feeling of outrage. Like, you don't deserve this shit. Like, why do you get this, you know? So I do like that Sinister has that moment of, like, oh, yes, give me their DNA. We can have a, a trigger in all their heads if we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which led me to tell Jess, because Jess says, like, we were saying how Xavier could kill anyone if he wanted to, right? He has Cerebro on all the time. Couldn't yeah. he technically kill any world leader he wants at any time? I mean, another way of thinking that is like he always could, though. Like he's the yeah. world's most powerful psychic. Like he could have yeah. killed anyone. And he has a whole island full of mutants that he could control if he wanted. He could just, you know, task force out to assassinate someone. So then we get to another big moment of this issue where Cyclops is like, hey, we need to fucking talk. I interrupt your issue because my issue happened recently. And then we get a flashback of what happened in X-Men with Dr. Stasis, but everyone's seeing it through projection. And this immediately has Mr. Sinister go like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not me. And he does seem genuinely confused. Yeah. He seems really confused and yeah. immediately just runs out of there. Was it like... I think that's a good tactic, though. Throw a bomb like, that, that bamps... If you know that you have clones of yourself around, right? And like, okay, there's another guy. He's got a club on his head. Like, I don't know if I did this or if I'm part of his scheme, but like, I need, I need to take a step back right away. I need to figure this out before <laughs> I, I make any comments. Yeah. <laughs> need the fifth. No comment till I speak with my lawyer. But also bamf and shoot guns. <laughs> yeah, like so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only way he could but then also something that makes like multiple copies of himself yeah he yeah. ate these pills and then made <laughs> copies of himself yeah he because he's he's using like the weapons that he's 
made out of the genetics of everyone so like yeah. he has a bomb that uses nightcrawler's powers that's the <laughs> multiple like, man's did he make it he's... smell even more yeah and but then when he gets to the gate to go back to his lab he sees destiny and she tells him to be brave like no don't be a coward in her words and he doesn't know what that means but then he runs through his gateway and he starts to think about it and this is where i was like holy shit where he's uploading all the memories into one moira and then getting it ready to kill it and it's like this is how he does it every time he uploads yep. everything he has all the data and just kills a moira and starts over again yep. my question is how far back when he kills them that's does it go we all the way back I, that's we don't know it ha- like, i feel like if sinister is allowed to go all the way back he would do much more dramatic stuff yeah well it's got to go back to if if for him it goes back to like when he found out about this that's what i'm saying yeah Mm. yeah yeah. so for her it would go all the way back to the The beginning beginning. of her life and then up until this point then he would you know he has to know about it first that would make sense too yeah Yeah, he's only been doing this for as long as the entire quiet council has known about moira Yes, because somehow before. he found out about Moria before, but yes, but it seemed like he didn't. So yeah, I guess yeah. for like less than a year, he's been going to a certain point. Yeah, and then going back, and he mentions maybe this time I'll survive Judgment Day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a thing. But then he stops for a second and thinks about what Destiny said. Like maybe she knows. Shit, she knows. Okay, Plan B. What do I do now? All right, let's just see where it goes. And then he starts injecting himself. What is this? So we know that he can do all of this to create a new clone. But he's just like, add some sassiness. Yeah, he's just got this, personalities. That. Like, yeah, like erase this personality and we're going to put this personality in. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. No wonder madman. he tries to eat you in one timeline. Like, <laughs> you're mad. Yeah, yeah, he's insane. Yeah. This is how we get to that. This is how we get to that timeline. Yes. But now I'm wondering what happens when one of these people, much like when we first met Moira in this series, what happens if Xavier reads this sinister's mind? Like, how much information is he getting by reading his mind? Yeah. Also, well, I want to before stuff from his mind. Oh, does he? Was that in this one? Well, before we go, before we go there, I just wanted to like back to the personalities thing. I like that he describes what the personality is made of, which is uh, a little bit of Deadpool, five choice seasons of Drag Race, yeah, and just <laughs> and just a smidge of Oscar Wilde. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Man. Um, he actually says take away his personality. Yeah, he's taking away personalities. Yeah, not memory. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. he has to keep all his memories to know what to do next. Yeah, exactly. So the book ends with him kind of giving himself away and saying, hey, I'm here. Take me. Oh, whatever. It's all good. And then he's abducted. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yes. But he Do again, we... he seems surprised. Does he? I think so. And it kind of just ends with more like, fuck. With Emma. I'm, Emma, sorry. Emma just going like, fuck. All right. More of this shit. Now we got to rescue this guy that we don't even know if we want to keep him alive. Like we were maybe going to put him in the pit or kill him because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. They don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, yeah. we do we have an original, uh, an original sinister out there, or is he another weird clone with a club? <laughs> like, and yeah, and we end this whole thing. 
how we started with Emma thinking to herself as she's sleeping and she's saying, I sleep in this diamond form because I don't want to get old, but I can't get old anymore. I can just come back whenever I can just come back in whatever body I want. Like death has been solved where, where we are. Theoretically, I mean, they can make the body as old as they want yeah. mm-hmm. or as young as they want. So. Yeah, as, as young as they want, Xavier. <laughs> brought yeah. back like a, Wait, a that slightly was a, younger gene I like this, that's the one that he liked this this uh <laughs> this this subtle jab pervy per old man oh, okay. oh wait okay. you're saying he made gene younger yeah <laughs> himself no when they but, when they all came to krakoa she was like the younger version of herself oh that's true <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right she keeps calling herself marvel girl that's right <sighs> anyway um, but anyway it ends with her coming to that realization and her saying as a telepath you can convince anyone of anything except except yourself it's like so like all that self-confidence that like she said throughout it like i know who i am it's like no i i don't know shit <laughs> like yeah I, I don't know shit and like all of this around us coming to terms with like yeah the resurrection shit is coming to an end you know what i mean like if, yes heavily feels that way <laughs> Um, do you want to uh, put first? Um, I give it four X's, Josh. I give it five, man. This one was wow. wild as shit. It was wild. <laughs> uh, four and a half. Four and a half. All right. I really like this book. Yeah, all all three yeah. of the main X books are killing it right now. Like really top notch X Men. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Next episode, we'll be covering X Men Red issues three and four, Hellfire Gala the prologue to judgment day and then judgment day josh where can they find you i'm on twitter baby i'm at xbrary and it's librarian with an x uh giggles i'm sorry jess <laughs> where can they find you so <laughs> while she's hyperventilating you can find me at madman 3005 why are you biting me madman 3005 and until then we will for the love of god see you next time <laughs>